Hello, Solving Water listeners. In this series, we're revisiting the latest happenings in the commercial buildings industry and kicking off Xylem's Building Better initiative, the Bell & Gossip brand's commitment to finding solutions to the most critical HVAC and plumbing challenges facing the commercial buildings market today. I'm thrilled to be back at the Air Conditioning, Heating, and Refrigeration Expo for the first time since 2020, recording live from Atlanta. Be sure to subscribe to or stream wherever you get your podcasts for industry insights and lots of interesting updates from longtime Bell & Gossip reps and Xylem experts alike. I'm delighted to welcome back Dave Flinton, Senior Vice President and Chief Innovation Technology and Product Management Officer at Xylem. Hey, Dave. Hey, Amanda. Great to see you again. It's good to see you, too. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Of course. We love having you on Solving Water. I love being here. Great. We're here today to talk about Xylem's Building Better commitment. What is Building Better and um, why are we doing it? Bell & Gossett's been a leader in the industry for over 100 years, finding you know solutions to critical HVAC plumbing challenges. But as in a lot of markets, in, in commercial buildings as well, regulatory, cultural pressures to achieve net zero, reduce carbon footprints, those are escalating. And so with Xylem's commitment to sustainability, we felt that this was a really good campaign to kind of convey the commitment that Xylem has to sustainability across all of its markets, uh, including commercial buildings and with the Bell & Gossett brand. And so it really refers to just building a better future in in everything we do, um, which is at the core of the campaign. What does this commitment mean for Xylem, for the industry, the general population? Yeah. I mean, so Xylem takes sustainability very seriously. We try to deliver sustainability in everything we do. And so to be honest with you, this is an extension of the sustainability goals that we've already put out there for our customers. Our mantra is embedding sustainability in everything we do. In our sustainability program, it consists of three pillars, company, customer, and communities. Um, A lot of people think about sustainability. A lot of other firms might think about sustainability just in terms of company, which is, you know, how much water can I reduce in my factories or my carbon footprint of my supply chains, et cetera. Um, But we take it a couple steps further and talk about communities and kind of what kind of commitments can we make to the communities and the impact we can have in communities with our sustainability program. And then also our customers Um, from a product sustainability standpoint. If you look in our sustainability report, you'll see these four major customer goals around water reuse, pollution prevention, et cetera. And one of those goals is carbon footprint reduction, CO2 emissions reduction. One of the things that this means for our customers in the commercial building space is as we get really good at developing more sustainable products in the commercial building space, they're going to see dramatic improvements, not only in terms of efficiency, but also the core and reduction in operating costs, but also the corresponding CO2 reduction. A reduction in energy consumed by these products means fewer CO2 emissions put into the air by a power plant somewhere. Uh, to power those devices. And so that's what it means to build products more sustainably, improving the handprint of our products, improving the benefit that the the product provides for our our customers and our communities. Um, I would also say that one of the areas that we look at as well is how sustainably designed are our products. So it's not just about the benefit that that product provides the environment in terms of a better handprint, 
but also more sustainably sourced components and materials. And I'll talk about that in a little bit when we get into some of the products that we're, we're showing here at AHR. That was a great segue to my next question, which was, how are we going to deliver on these commitments? And I think your point about products is well taken. I know we have some recent products, especially in the Bell & Gossip portfolio, but, but just in general, um, maybe give us some examples of uh, how we're going to deliver on this commitment through our products. Yeah. So I think um, if you look at, I'll take for example, um, the E15 that's being shown here at AHR. It's a great example of those two kind of lenses around product sustainability that I talked about. That's a new integrated drive motor with integrated variable speed drive, you know, IE5 motor technology. So incredibly efficient, really compact, lightweight design, maximizes efficiency, and that reduces carbon emissions. So an improved handprint over previous products, right? So we estimate that, you know, average size E1510 in typical conditions can reduce a building's footprint by up to 380 metric tons of CO2 emissions a year. So there's the handprint element of it. But what I would also say about that product, and it's a point I made earlier about designing more sustainable products. A lot of the products on the market today are made with rare earth metals that the, the, the mining of those metals requires um, that you mine large swaths for very small amounts of materials. And we've gone with alternate materials, which does not have that more negative impact on the environment. And so, you know, we purposely designed this product with that in mind for a more sustainable supply chain as well, not just the handprint benefit of the product. It's like layers of sustainability. So at every level, yeah, we're working with, like you said, customers, communities, partners, whoever those people are down from, like yeah. finding the materials to developing the parts and components and then exactly. assembling them into a system. I mean, it's, it's one of the, I mean, we, we've, we've, and as we've, we've embarked on this sustainability journey, We've been quite good, I think, and you see it in our sustainability report, showing and communicating like the handprint benefit of our products, right? The positive impact that this product has on the environment versus the alternative, the older uh, technology products. We've been quite good at that. But this whole designing for sustainability is a new area that we've got a lot more work to do. I think this E1510 and that story about how we looked deep into the supply chain of the materials and components for that product and chose materials that were uh, inherently more sustainable, came from a more sustainable supply chain activity. And so it is a different layer. I would say it's one that we you know, have more to do there, a lot more to do, but that is where we're taking a lot of our product sustainability efforts, diving deep and focusing on designing for sustainability as well. I want to go back to something you said earlier in our discussion yeah. that I, I would love to learn more about, and that is you use the, the term handprint when you're talking about products and services that we provide at Xylem. Can you tell us about what that means? Yeah, yeah no, and, and there's two terms, handprint, not to be confused with footprint, which I think is a term that everybody's familiar with, CO2 footprint. 
So as I, when, I, when I talk about handprint, handprint is the benefit to the environment that this product will provide, product or solution will provide versus next best alternative or the product it's replacing. It provides a lower carbon footprint, right? I mean, it's requiring less power, for instance, and therefore is, is, is emitting less CO2. And so that's a, that's a benefit that we get some sort of CO2 reduction. That's, that's what we say by, that's what we mean by a product's handprint, environmental handprint, is the benefit that it, that it has on the environment because it's, it's more efficient, sustainable. Um, and then there is footprint, and I think that is what um, you know, everybody is familiar with, which is the carbon footprint of a product, which is uh, more of a negative impact on the environment. And so, put really simply, the way I think about it is you want to maximize a product or solutions handprint and absolutely minimize a product's carbon footprint. I talked a little bit about earlier about you know where we're taking our product sustainability efforts in Zalm and designing more sustainable products. Ultimately, what we're trying to do is minimize that carbon footprint of our product, looking deep into supply chains and you know optimizing supply chain carbon footprints because customers are making net zero commitments. More and more customers are making net zero commitments every day, whether that's utilities or buildings, building owners or companies like us, right? And so in order to meet those net zero commitments, you have to understand the carbon footprint of the things you are buying and installing and solutions you're putting in place in your building, in the commercial building space, for instance. And so we've got to be able to quantify the carbon footprint of our product. That's a really difficult equation, really difficult math. It's a very complex equation, but that's some of the work that we're doing now so that someday we'll be able to say, hey, you know, this heat exchanger or this, you know, um, valve or this pump has a carbon footprint of X. And that's going to matter increasingly more to customers because, again, as they're making car net zero commitments of their own, they're going to start comparing what they buy from different uh, partners like ourselves. What has the lower carbon footprint? We're not seeing a lot of that today in the U.S. You're seeing a lot of that in Europe. Um, but that is that is that 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 kind of mindset shift is going to take place, I believe, in the states someday, and we need to be prepared to that to meet those customer needs of helping them understand what is the carbon footprint of the things we are providing them for their for their commercial buildings. Well, and it seems to be a hot issue in the commercial buildings industry right now. Just considering we've talked with a few folks today about electrification, decarbonization net zero so it's absolutely coming and yeah. so i think it's really great that we're working toward not only minimizing the footprint piece but also maximizing the handprint absolutely the benefits of products but yeah we've got a an initiative right now around what are called life cycle analyses yeah. right so that trying to define what the heck the carbon footprint is of this product or solution as i said it's complicated and what that entails is a thorough what we call life cycle analysis of a product or a solution. And so if you hear the acronym LCA in the context of sustainability, that's what we're talking about is a life cycle analysis. And that's that big complicated equation that we're working through. And so as we do those analyses and we understand you know, more precisely what the carbon footprint of our products and solutions are, you know, we're gonna build that data into our selection tools. So you know, think about as a customer or an architect or engineers or um, you know our channel partners go out and try to select products and today they're making comparisons based on you know flow or head or pressure or energy efficiency 
we're going to add a variable in the future in our selection tools in the about carbon footprint. And so they will be able to also compare the carbon footprint of the various solutions that we offer. So that's ultimately where it's, it's headed. And again, you know, we think in the U.S. customers are going to be asking for that someday sooner rather than later, given um, um, a lot of the pressure on, you know, carbon emission reductions and net zero and decarbonization of, of things, buildings, etc. So again, we're, 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 we're doing this to be prepared for that kind of emerging customer need. That very much embodies the entire building better commitment. Completely. So couldn't have said it better. Yeah, I mean, giving people, customers, um, the tools to build better. What you're doing in the innovation space and those initiatives you're leading really connect to sustainability. It's really bringing everything together. If you want to talk a little bit about some of those programs and yeah. what, what you're working on. Yeah, so one of the, I mean, I, I talked in previous podcasts about our innovation labs program and group. And it's really, if you think about you know, we've been on this journey to innovate differently in Xylem. Um, I talk a lot about how the need to bring more breakthrough technologies to market faster, right? Climate change is, you know, having dramatic impact on all of us. Um, the good news is there's a lot of technologies out there to mitigate against climate change already. It's about bringing them to market and commercializing them at scale quickly. And we can't do all that alone. And so moving faster entails working with partners. And that's what Xylem Innovation Labs is all about. Working with um, external firms that have breakthrough technologies and working with them to accelerate the adoption and commercialization of those technologies so they can have an impact on the, the sustainability of a building footprint, let's say, faster. A major theme of that early stage innovation group is uh, greenhouse gas reducing technologies or net zero technologies. And so a lot of the companies and startup companies that we are working with in Xylem Innovation Labs and that we are putting through our accelerator program are applicable across a wide range of markets, whether that's the utilities market or the industrial markets or the buildings market. And so that's one of the things I'm really proud of and we're having a really good success there. Uh, we finished up our first cohort uh, in 2022. Our first cohort of startup companies went through the accelerator program program, our Xylem uh, Innovation Labs Accelerator program in 2022. We had 10 people in the program, companies in the program. We're moving forward with commercial agreements with three of them. So um, good results. And we just launched our second cohort, just chose our next 10 companies, and we'll be working with them throughout 2023 to determine if they're a good fit and whether or not we move forward with them towards the end of the year. That's really cool. I understand that the Building Better commitment has six pillars that are that comprised, right? So we've got buildings, solutions, technologies, partnerships, environments, and community. And I'm going to post links to more information yeah. about building better um, in the show notes. So no worries there, but does one or two pillars stand out to you that you might want to highlight? Yeah, I think I talked a lot about, I mean, the, the, the big one for me, and it, and it relates directly to you know, Xylem sustainability commitment and what we're trying to do in the commercial buildings space, developing, bringing to market more sustainable um, products, technology solutions is that environment one, right? I mean, at the end of the day, we are not on track in terms of uh, global population 
you know, mitigate against climate change. And so we've got to act fast and uh, faster than we have been. And so um, to minimize that impact on the environment. So that's a big one for me and an important one for me. The other one I talked a little bit about with Xylem Innovation Labs is the partnership element of this. Not only does the partnership element of this pertain to you know, bringing technologies to market, accelerating uh, you know, breakthrough technologies uh, to market at a faster pace, but also through our channel partners. The Bell & Gossett brand in particular, has, as I mentioned before, has been around for a long time. We've got a tremendous network of global partners, particularly um, strong, close partners here in the North American market. And if we're going to bring these you know, more sustainable solutions to market at a faster clip, that group of partners and that group of stakeholders plays an incredibly important role in helping us, in helping us do that. So those, those are a couple that, uh, for me, you know, really are, are, are key. So you mentioned, we were talking about the pillars, you mentioned environments and partnerships is really standing out to you. What about technologies? I'm curious, as to what we mean by technologies in, in this, in, is one of these pillars. Yeah, no, let me, I talked a little bit about it earlier in, in the context of those other products, but let me talk about how we're bringing that to life from a technology standpoint. And in a simple way, it's a lot about the application of digital technologies. Applying digital technologies to our core product portfolio, which is a lot of what you see here at AHR with the E1510 talked about earlier. The application of digital technologies provides quantum, quantumly different benefits, better benefits in terms of the way that a product runs, the efficiency of a product, the reliability of a product. And so, you know, again, take E1510 as an example. That is the application of digital technologies in that integrated drive unit that automatically allows that product to operate uh, in real time at the most optimal point. And so you optimize and absolutely maximize, you know, efficiency and hence, you know, minimize carbon footprint, CO2 emissions. We've got some other products in the booth as well. When you think about the optimized condition monitoring tag device, and then you couple that with our Eventsor condition monitoring platform, which is an online software platform that allows you to real-time monitor the health of your equipment, and not just Xylem equipment, um, anyone's equipment. And that just allows you to be more proactive in the way that you're managing your infrastructure in buildings. And when you can manage your infrastructure proactively and more efficiently, take for instance, I'm not sending service personnel out to manually check things in the infrastructure of my building. I now have a software platform that I can do that from wherever, on my phone, on my tablet, on my laptop. You're minimizing the number of times somebody gets in a car or a truck and drives up the site. And every time you do that, you're pulling carbon emissions out of the atmosphere, right? You're reducing CO2 emissions, which is a good thing. So again, the application of digital technologies in, in the dramatic, dramatically more efficient way um, and optimal way that it allows our products to be used directly links to this whole building better campaign, building more sustainable. And then what about beyond the buildings industry, right? So do you have some thoughts on how Xylem is going to extend the building better concept to other areas of our business? Yeah, I think it's a great, I think it's a great campaign uh, and concept. And if you think about what's going on in some of our other market segments, um, particularly here in the U.S., 
where we just passed a major infrastructure bill that has tens of billions of dollars for water infrastructure upgrade. What we want to do is build better. We don't want to build the same. We don't want to put in place the same infrastructure that you know uh, is crumbling. We want to put in place infrastructure that has a much more profound you know, benefit for the environment. We're, we're talking about it today in the context of the commercial buildings market and AHR. I mean, it's got very broad applicability to all of our segments. And again, I think particularly utilities in the U.S., given what we're about to embark on as a country, really upgrading our water and wastewater infrastructure. I just have my final question for you, Dave, that I think you answered for me two years ago at Weftech. But it's fun because your answer changes, everyone's answer changes every mm-hmm. time. The question is, what is the most important thing you've learned in the water business so far? Let's solve water. I mean, we, we've talked about that tagline, let's solve water, for a long time. But it is quite meaningful from my perspective, again, for the reason I just talked about, is that it is going to take us and all of our stakeholder groups, communities, customers, partners, etc., to really have a big impact on the environment. And so what, is, you know, what I've really come to appreciate most in the water sector is the need to be really collaborative when it comes to innovating. Um, and it's why we put in place kind of this different approach to innovation and Zalman Innovation Labs, et cetera. But we cannot do this alone. We cannot do this all in the four walls of Xylem. And so those channel partners, other technology providers, startups, universities, venture capital firms that are sourcing early stage technologies and companies for us, business models for us, it becomes really important to do this collaboratively in partnership, more us versus us as a collective versus just us as Xylem. Wow, great response. Love it. Well, uh, appreciate you being here. So I'll be interested to see when you go and compare that to the response I gave at Weftech. What it, what it, what yeah, it I like. will be interested to see too because <laughs> I don't recall off the top of my head. But that's why I have this so far at the end because there's so much you know that can happen between the last time we spoke. And now I'll have you on, hopefully not two more years from now, but hopefully I'll have you on another Solving Water episode soon. And um, maybe your answer will be a different thing. I'd love to. Thanks so much. Thanks, Amanda. Take care. You too. Many thanks to our Solving Water audience for tuning into this episode in our series of podcasts live from AHR 2023 in Atlanta. I'd also like to thank all the Bell & Gossett reps and Xylem experts who participated for making the time for me at the show. Links to more info for each show will be included in individual episode show notes. Tell me what you think of our Solving Water podcast by contacting me, Amanda Holloway, directly at amanda.holloway at xylem.com or find me on LinkedIn. Thank you.